trying to do math, guys. Uh-oh, stand back. Alright, yeah, let's uh, kill the boss. Captain Ivan, here we go, baby! <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Matt here, your favorite neighborhood Captain DeVoth. Well, for now. We seem to have left ourselves off in a rather precarious position, but we'll see what happens. For those of you that aren't familiar with my particular method, whenever whenever we start a campaign or whenever we come to the possibility of needing to replace a character, I can't just make one. Like, I go through and I'll, I will make five different characters, and even I don't know which one I'm going to play until I sit down at the table. So, we know Devoth's in trouble right now. He's uh, he's unconscious and apparently being eaten by whatever this thing is. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll have someone new coming in and... I don't know. Maybe Devoth is going to pull through this somehow. He seems to be pretty lucky and I'm thankful for that. But anyway, uh, we just wanted to take another quick moment off the top here. Remind you that we are on Patreon. We would welcome absolutely any donation any money that you could throw our way goes a long way towards keeping this thing going even just a dollar a month that's amazing we do have our other tiers up like just that dollar will get you a named character on the crew of the mascador uh, if you wanted to throw us five bucks that's even better that gets you access to an article that one of us is going to write each and every month for you uh, if you wanted to throw $10 our way, you get early access to the episodes. That means you can actually listen to Tuesday Gaming on Tuesday instead of having to wait all the way till Friday. Uh, and on top of that, there's even a $15 tier where every few months, maybe every six months or so, we're going to send out stuff like pins and pens and shirts and maybe hats and mouse pads. I don't even know what we have in the works. It's coming and it's going to be good. On top of that, though, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you can join the discussion on Discord. There's a link right at the top of our website. And we have a website, SwissArmyScorpion.com. Come check it out. We've got bios for all of the, the players and the characters and all about us. Anyway, I uh, appreciate you very much for listening. And without further ado, I present to you Episode 78, The Windows of Life. Bitch fart. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion, brought to you by Carl Senior. Yeah, we're sponsored. Nice. We're sponsored now, which is great. But every we're, we got some changes. Uh, everybody's yeah, gotta, spo- sponsored by a made up franchise. Every, everybody <laughs> needs to rename their characters after a menu item at Carl's, Carl Senior. Also, <laughs> also uh, Joe's out. Uh, well, that religious differences. He Carl doesn't Senior's. believe in bacon. We couldn't Carl- have it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too Christian. A mega Christian. Okay, so uh, we're going to start things off with a flashback. It's dark. You can barely make out the inside of a ship's hold. The sharp stench of body odor prevails over the staler scent of dried blood. Dozens of people are huddled within, the dim light almost giving the hold the illusion that the floors and walls are moving as the masses slowly inhale and exhale. The pale moon provides the only light, caressing the hold through the single barred window like a mother watching over a sick child. As your eyes adjust to the darkness, it's clear that the hands of these people are bound, some with iron manacles, others with rope. All is silent, though only some of the slaves are actually sleeping. Most are sitting up, simply staring at nothing, any hope long departed from their eyes. A soft click sounds, and the door on the starboard side of the hold slowly creeps open. The noise is still enough to instantly draw the full attention of those awake, and all heads turn to see an elf and dwarf, both men, 
both in tattered clothes, obviously fellow slaves, step quietly into the room. Soft whispers and gasps escape the bound slaves, like a light breeze through tree branches. The dwarf looks around the hold before turning a sour look to the elf. His voice carries no whisper, and may as well be a holler in the dead of night. You said we were going after Keitha. What are we doing down here? The elf's eyes grow wide as he turns back to face Ivan. Shh! First we're going to free all of them. He then gives the slaves a quick appraisal, who all stare back, their expressions hard to read, as though they didn't dare move lest they wake up from this dream. We can't do anything about the manacles, but you can rip the ropes apart. We can save them after we take the ship. We're wasting time. But the elf stares down his companion, a resolute look so deep. Ivan rolls his eyes and turns to the nearest slave, bound with rope. A half-orc. The door flexes his hands, and striped fur sprouts from his skin, and his fingers grow long, sharp claws. He bends down and begins cutting the rope at the half-orc's wrist. And what's your name? The rope snaps, freeing the half-orc's hands, who gingerly massages his wrist. The Vothsungcleaver. That's a neat trick. Ivan responds with a wink and grin. That's why they call me the Boneless. As Devoth begins to stand up, a loud, albeit muffled voice can be heard beyond the far wall, just past the door on the aft side of the hold. He said the port hold? The hold fills with whispers again, as the rest of the bound slaves hiss frantically to one another. The elf puts his hands on Ivan, urging him toward the next bound passenger. Hurry! We can still free them! But the fragile clinking of a keyring can just barely be heard on the other side of the aft door. The hold's whispers redouble, and the bound slaves look up at Ivan, eyes wide, an odd mixture of sadness and determination in them. No, there's no time. Save yourselves. Leave us. Go! Ivan looks back at the elf, who seems to be frozen, unable to accept this development. The voice sounds from outside the door again. Well, why can't he check on them himself? Devoth grabs the elf under his elbow. Come on, we're no good to them dead. The aft door makes a loud click and swings open with a bang, and a slaver enters the dark room, just as the starboard door gently clicks shut. The three runaways hidden on the other side. The camera changes, and we see dwarf, elf, and half-orc standing tensely on the other side of the door, not daring to move, listening to the noisy slaver moving about the hold. Eventually, Devoth's nerve returns. This isn't a good place to be. We need to keep moving. The trio sneak down a corridor, pausing every so often at the creaking of the otherwise quiet, sleeping ship, wary of the reality that in their weakened, unarmed state, there was little hope of their survival if even a single guard spotted them. Finally, they reach the main deck, heading up a set of stairs. As they reach the top of the stairs, Devoth turns to the elf. So what's the plan? The plan is for you to get to a longboat. I'll help lower you to the water. Don't wait for us. Just start rowing. Quietly. Then Ivan and I are going to- Look out! As the elf spoke, his eyes twitched to the side, looking just past Devoth's ear, before they grew wide in panic. He shoves Devoth to the side, out of the way of two white-hot beams of light. The scorching ray spell momentarily lights up the night before hitting the elf square in the chest, dropping him to the floor, with a hole burned through his body. As the main deck is plunged back into darkness, Devoth and Ivan can hear the voices of a dozen angry slavers, some coming up the stairs after them, some running toward them from across the main deck. Ivan flexes his hands again, conjuring deadly claws, and takes a fighting stance, gritting his teeth. Devoth scrambles to his feet, prepared to hold his ground even with her weapon. A new scene. Devoth and Ivan have been thoroughly thrashed. They're each tied down to a chair inside a lavishly appointed cabin. Devoth peers bleakly through puffed-out eyes and sees Ivan begin to stir. They look at each other for a moment, 
both a bit confused at the fact they're still alive. I never knew his name. The elf. Who was he? Without saying anything, it's clear Ivan doesn't know the answer. A different voice responds, though. He was the lucky one. Both prisoners had heard her voice enough since being forced onto this ship to know its owner, Keith Assault Spray. A door behind them closes, and she walks into their view, accompanied by a menacing-looking half-orc. They both recognize as the first mate, Argyle. The half-orc grins at the two slaves, a gleeful look in his eyes. Figures you would only show up after we're both tied down. Cowards! Argyle's grin briefly becomes a scowl before he holds his index finger out, the tip of it glowing white-hot. Didn't need to tie the elf down before I melted his organs, did I? You're right. A sucker punch even worse. <laughs> before the first mate can react, Keitha holds a hand out to silence him, while giving Ivan an appraising look. There's a long silence, with both parties staring at each other, contempt slowly flooding the cabin. Your name was Ivan, right? A grin escapes her expressionless gaze. Ivan the boneless. Ivan meets her gaze with uncertain defiance. Shall we test that? Without warning, Argyle roughly grabs Ivan under the wrist and forces his hand, palm down, onto Keitha's desk. Keitha removes a hand axe from her belt, holds it with the blade facing away, and smashes the back of Ivan's hand with the hard, blunt end like a hammer. Ivan lets out a scream of pain and looks down at the mangled back of his hand in a panic. Disoriented, he can't react before the captain and first mate do the same to his other hand. Ivan writhes in his chair until he falls to the floor, the chair toppling with him, where he lays, stunned. The dwarf's skin is pale and his breathing shallow, drowning in pain. Devoth's skin turns pale as well, unable to take his eyes off of Ivan's injury. He can hear Keitha's voice somewhere beyond his peripherals, dripping with satisfaction. We have a long way to Chelyax. Thank you for volunteering to keep me company. Ivan's short breaths become choppy and soon turn into laughter. With great effort, the dwarf twists his body until he can see Keitha, his teeth bared in pain. <laughs> you better kill me when you get there. Because <laughs> if you don't, I make sure you choke on these bones. The flashback ends, and we're brought back to the ruins of Sumitha. And we see the group kind of gawking as their captain, Devoth, had just been pulled from his feet. At first, it looked like he just got, like, pulled underground because the creature that attacked him had disguised itself as part of the floor, just, like, has itself stretched taut like, uh, like those, like, those, like, hatch door spiders. Except it's not a spider, it's the hatch. Everybody roll initiative. Tom. Five. Excuse me, Scram. What's your modifier? Uh, three. Devoth. Seven. Uh, Cheryl. Twenty. What's your modifier? Ooh, uh, one. <laughs> Ivan. Ten. I see Tuck Tuck also got a 10, and his modifier is also a 4, so that's a roll-off. It's a roll-off. I'll roll for Tuck Tuck. Well, don't roll that hard. I got a 5. I got a 16. Okay, a lot of ties. Getting all my shitty numbers out on non-important things. Can we get a... I think initiative in this combat <laughs> is kind of important. Yeah, I know. But if we all do really bad, I mean, what are you going to do? Matt, can we get an update on what your... I know you went to zero and unconscious, but what's your negative at? I'm currently a negative two. And your con has a score of... 16. So we got 14 yeah. points to work with here? Yeah. So this was... An, this initiative role was really important because I left out an important uh, detail about this monster, and that's when it grabs you 
it fully envelops you in an airtight space. So if you are unconscious and at negative hit points on your turn, you immediately begin suffocating, which means if Devoth goes before this thing lets him go, he needs to make a constitution 10 check or he dies. That meant that if Devoth beat this thing with initiative, Devoth is automatically making that roll. Fortunately and unfortunately, this thing's going first. The fortunately part is that it's going to let go of Devoth. Oh. The unfortunately thing is that it's then going to attack somebody else. You you made us worry all week long and you're just going to let him go? Yeah. <laughs> Grip him tighter. <laughs> <laughs> all week I'm thinking about, oh my god, this is like game changing for the podcast. And it's, uh, well, don't he lets st- him go. Yeah, well. I'm still not clear on how that makes him survive if he lets him go. He's not suffocating and he's not, the creature's not focusing on Devoth, but I'll be totally honest. This thing could kill everybody. So yeah, <laughs> I feel not good about this at all. So it's going to five foot step and it's going to lash out at Tuck Tuck. All right. So Tuck Tuck. Yeah, that's me. Bird does a 25 beat your flat footed. Yes. It also beats my AC plus my CMB. If for some reason you wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's a 30. That's 36 damage. It's a little less. Does that beat your health pool? <laughs> no, no, I have stone skin. Oh, I didn't cast stone skin yet. Oh shit. Never mind. How much was it? 36. Yeah, this this thing is this thing is mean. That's a 45 to grapple. Sure. Okay. Uh you take 33 damage as it constricts oh. you. Oh my god. I'm at negative 8. Okay. Axel has to pretend that he's not a uh, dude just loving no, this. No, 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 no. I'm terrified right now. So we should have all been making new characters the waiting, because we're going to lose a whole day of recording now. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Dude, I just got blasted. <laughs> yeah. You and me both, buddy. Okay. So, uh, this is an Andrew important Roll. round. Yeah, I'm you don't say. Eight. It is now yeah. Cheryl's turn. Oh, no. <laughs> so this thing... That's never good. This thing sucked Devoth up and spat him out unconscious and sucked Tuck Tuck up. And you can't currently uh-huh. see Tuck Tuck. What do you do? So, what does this thing look like again? It's like how big is this thing? It's like a giant manta ray, dude. This makes so much sense. That's how oh. they got Steve Irwin. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, if they can get him, yeah. And tell me you were going up against the most vicious thing on the planet, God. <laughs> like on one hand, I love encounters like these because it just makes it makes the group like <laughs> it makes us all reroll. <laughs> <laughs> It takes yeah. that swagger out of your, out of your step. But on the other hand, like when it goes, yeah. Out of this. All right, so Cheryl, what are you gonna do? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's all let's have a, let's have a quick metagame powwow because we did just dump a lot on on Joe. Yeah, I do agree. Because I don't know what Joe should do. <laughs> yeah, like, all right. So what? What exactly am I like facing down? Devoth was like, "Hey, let me grab this thing." Yeah, and then whoop, it gets sucked up. Yep. And then, honestly, you know what your sucked me up. You know what your best bet I'm might be: healing Devoth, running away. Is, he, running is Devoth away. in a position where I can heal him? I mean, he can I'm he can get to me, but he's also going to be within reach of the creature. Yeah, I'm going to assume the creature probably can only grab and eat one person at a time, though. Well, it can drop whoever it's holding as a free action, right? And and so it just spit out an unconscious Devoth, is what you're saying? Yeah. And it has an unconscious tuck tuck in it. Wait, you're mm-hmm. unconscious? Yeah. I'm at negative eight. What? Oh my 
Yeah, God. yum, yum, yum. I didn't realize that. I'm just a chicken nugget now. Yeah, Tuck Tuck's oh, in more danger than Devoth is right now. But here's the problem. We need Devoth to cut this thing open and get him out. <laughs> I I have a... I mean, I can potentially fling Devoth. I'm right next to it. You don't need yeah. to fling me anywhere. No, no. I mean, I could fling Use him. Use telekinetic charge to get him out of danger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um. Well, <laughs> like a bungee cord, just pulling the leash. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of like my only option at this point. I want to make fun of it's that idea, but it's but hitting the eject sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds really funny. Honestly, like so, it'd be better if you could do it to Tuck Tuck. <laughs> well, the good news maybe is if I see um, Devos get swallowed up by this thing and then spit out in a heap. I'm definitely rushing over to heal yeah. him. I think uh, the way we win this is by keeping people up so we can keep beating it down, right? We're not, I don't think we're just going to so. murder this guy down in two rounds. So it's going to be like, no. whoever goes down, get him unconscious again. And we'll just take mm. turns falling down. <laughs> so we so we beat it with our yep. face hard enough. While you just carpet bomb it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Send wave after wave of my own men. <laughs> my own self. <laughs> All right, so Cheryl, I'm going to help you out and say if you move here and then here, you won't provoke an attack of opportunity. Because this thing's, right, this thing's got a 15 sick. foot reach, and 15 foot reach. It doesn't need a full round action to do the slam grab constrict. It can do that as an attack of opportunity. Now, is this thing in the book, or did you just make this guy up? <laughs> I'm just I'm just rolling dice over here, drinking my bourbon. So all right. Well, here's some more bad news. I only have two cure moderate wounds prepared. Don't matter. Because I was getting cute with like some other spells. Mm-hmm. Use it. Um, but I'm going to use one of them. So here it comes. Oh, baby! 22! Oh, ca- I never do that. Good. Are you going to roll to cast defensively? Oh, that's a roll? Yes, Joe. It's a roll. Roll concentration. Uh, it's a d20 oh, yeah. plus your caster level plus your intelligence oh, yeah, modifier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just joking. Yeah, I know. I was it was funny. Oh, 26. I'm the greatest. All right, so Devoth heals 22 damage. Yeah. Okay, it is now Tuk Tuk's turn. And unfortunately, (laughs) you are currently entombed in this big amorphous flesh flap. Oh, (laughs) been there. Done that. I need you to give me a DC 10 constitution check. If you fail, you suffocate and die. If you have a hero point, this is a good time to use it. Yeah. I don't have one. Oh my god, how could you not have one? Here we go, boys. Concentrate. Wait, what'd you say? Constitution? Constitution, yeah. <laughs> Concentration. Oh, fuck, I'm nervous. No! 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 no, no, no. We thought no. it would be Devoth. It was talked to. Oh, god, no! I didn't see uh, this coming, that's for sure. No. Uh, talk, talk. It's a two uh, on the d20 for a total of three. A two? Oh. Unreal. Uh, Actually, you're the worst. I know it's all my fault. Should have enlarged. Sometimes the skies are clear, and and sometimes sometimes you just hit the windows of life. <laughs> <laughs> the so that's got to be the episode title, right? The windows. The of windows life. of life. Yes. Sometimes you roll well, and sometimes the Windex just fucks your day up. Yeah. Just a friendly reminder: clean your windows, us birds. But not too much. We need it. Don't make them too clean. Leave a sticker right in the middle. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm I'm truly sad. I I spent all truly, truly sad. I was getting really into Tuck Tuck. 
I think I'm gonna throw up. God damn. That's the, right. That is the feeling when your character dies. You just like that pit in your stomach and you think you're gonna puke. Oh, uh, I don't know if I ever said it. I rolled a three. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, 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 I think said Alex said it, yeah. Alright, I was just too shell shocked. Alright, Alright, Devon. Yo, I, I. Man, there's so many good wands on my body. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, well, first things first, uh, move action is rage. Yep. Dude, mega rage. <laughs> I can attack from prone, right? Yeah, to minus four. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and vital strike it from here because I don't want to waste my turn just standing up. Okay. So power attack with reckless abandon. <laughs> That's a twenty nine. That'll hit. Wow. From his back for thirty seven cool. damage. Oh, I skipped Ivan. Ivan goes after Tuck Tuck. What? I rolled the wrong damage. I forgot I'm enlarged. I rolled my two d twelve damage instead of my sixty six damage. Oh, yeah, you should roll the yeah. 66. Yeah, please roll the 66. Yeah. yeah. So he takes, oh, my God. So he takes 55 damage, not 37. That's, that's bad. Too late, you already rolled. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ivan. Well, then I will just charge to here. Okay. And do my two claws and a bite. All right. So the first claw is a 32 to hit. That hits. 26 damage. Now I have a question. When this thing grabbed Devoth, did he have the grappled condition? Devoth did, yes. I, I guess they both they both did. Now, yeah, actually, I guess it technically has a grappled condition right now because it's still grappling. Grappling, tuck tuck. So what happens if I grapple him then? He would effectively uh, take no more penalties. I would just take him because he already has the grapple condition, and I'm. No, he would not be any more penalized than he is right now. Okay. Uh, you would just be penalizing yourself. Right. Um, also, uh, you're never going to fucking grapple this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's, well, what's your CMB? Let me just ask you that. 15. Yeah, you can't grapple it. All right. Then the second claw is a 27 to hit. That hits. That's a 23 damage. All right. And the bite. Uh, it's going to be a 20 to hit with the bite. That doesn't hit. Damn it. Uh, I'll gallon, gallon inspiration that. Okay. Yeah. Big money. Uh, that's five to it. Does a 25 hit? It does. Nice. That's another 27 damage. Okay. You're going to roll 3d6 for the electricity? That's another 12 electricity damage. So, Scram, it is now your turn. Let's go with, uh, I'll take a kind of a five foot step off to the side here. Okay. And I will do lightning bolt. Okay. All right. So that is a... 22 reflex. Uh, that makes it. Okay. <clears throat> 43, so 21 damage. It's squirming in pain. Next up, Cowie, the Capri, oh, appears. Cowie. Mid, mid swing as, he, as his invisibility breaks. Deals some damage, which kills the monster. Oh, oh what? Shows up at the last no minute way. while he's been there the whole time invisible and steals the kill. He got a horrible initiative roll. All right, so uh, combat's over, and this thing just like goes limp and tumbling out from the 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 folds comes Tuck Tuck. How does he look? I'm gonna scramble over to him and check. Make a heal check. Yeah, I just had a crazy fucking idea. Yeah, well, I'm not sure this will work, but the uh, the ghost that we met after Devoth cut his head out, he was like doing all those experiments, right? Killed a hundred people to make the Dreamstone. I think we could use oh. the Dreamstone to bring Tuck Tuck back. Yeah, why does that guy want it? 
We don't care about him. We care about Tuck Tuck. That would be a crazy cool turn if like we could use that to revive Tuck Tuck. Maybe. I yeah. mean, you guys have no idea what the Dreamstone does. All we know is he was trying to use it to send his soul into the the plane of dreams. Yeah. What was Tuck Tuck's position on the boat? He was the bosun. Yeah. The bosun. As the new acting bosun, Ivan is going <laughs> to give Scram his first task of finding out everything he can about what a dreamstone is. Yeah, when I get back to the fucking library. All right, Devoth, what was your heel check? Uh, 13. It's super obvious that Tuck Tuck is dead. Like, his neck is crunched up in the middle, and his head is, like, facing the wrong, like, like an impossible angle. But he's a bird. They can do that. <laughs> That's probably that's probably like Devoth's like like inner thought process. Like, no, no, he's a bird. It's okay. Like, that's what their necks are supposed to look like. <laughs> and you just like shake them, and like you just hear like a like a loose rattling. I would take this opportunity in game though to raise up the question I just did about the Dreamstone and say, hey, maybe we look into that. I'll I'll do uh, whatever, but I don't know about the Dreamstone. But I mean, there's got to be other ways to bring him back, right? You would think. I guess it's not a great example because he's a ghost right now, but he seemed to think that you could. We just need his soul, right? All right. Well, in the meantime, what does everybody do? Uh, Tuck Tuck is very clearly dead. Uh, I have a bit of a cry, and I do a little praying at Phrasma. Less praying and more pleading. Cowie's just kind of looking down and like, he's looking down at Tuck Tuck's body and he is visibly upset. He turns to uh, Devoth. He says... I'm sorry I wasn't fast enough to, to help save him. Aye, me too. I lost member of my grove today. Rascal, why? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Every time. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know what Joe's doing over there, but like the whatever he's doing with his microphone, it just sounds like he's on the other side of the room, like just banging on the walls is. of the yeah, cave. He probably is. <laughs> He probably stood up and ran to the other yep, side yep. of the room. Like a Disney princess just threw himself onto the nearest, like, like rock table. Sound like a 16-year-old girl crying on her bed, kicking her feet. <laughs> that was That's what I saw. It's so good. Why did he break up with me? So Devoth is going to uh, stand up and uh, carry Tuck Tuck. And uh, before we get anything else done, we're, yeah, we're going to go put Tuck Tuck to rest. I'm not going to not going to just keep pushing forward and just leave his body around or drag his body around. Yeah. He deserves better than that. So yeah, Devoth is going to uh, pick up Tuck Tuck and just start walking out, just leaving. Cowie follows, visibly. I follow, sulkenly. All right, so then let's uh, let's go back to the island page. Which direction do you guys take back to the fort? Because it is much quicker at this point to... Or if you're not going to the fort, I assume you're going to the ship, but you guys are pretty out of the way from both. Yeah, well... It would definitely be a shorter journey to... Yeah, it's definitely going to be shorter to go straight south, but see, Devoth doesn't know the island that well. He didn't get a good look at it. Mm -hmm. And the person that did get a good look at it is a corpse. Yep. So I imagine we're going to follow the road back the way we came. Okay. So yeah, we we take that east and then, you know, back over the bridge. Yeah. So it'll take about two and a half hours to follow that road back. Isn't it still raining out? Oh yeah, it is. It's raining hard. Uh, it is not pleasant. Uh, who's who's carrying Tuk Tuk Devoth? Yeah, Cowie traveling with you. You feel like 
if there were going to be any random encounters, he's probably doing a pretty good job of scaring anything away that might try be trying to jump you guys. Uh, and eventually you make it back to his grove. And he says, uh, well, Captain, if you have your own rites and rituals to perform, I understand. I will offer you my grove as the Tengu's resting place. I appreciate the thought, Kawi. But uh, we've already buried one crew member on this, this island, and uh, I think Tuk Tuk should rest next to him. As you wish. Oh, now that I think about it, Tuk Tuk and the Hood are going to rest forever together. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's actually kind of fitting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, so where do you go from the grove? Uh, back to uh, back to the ship? Yeah, we'll, we'll go back to the longboat. Without going back to the ship, I'm just going to sail the longboat right across the bay back towards the fort to where we buried the hood. Okay. Everybody give me a will save. I'll give you a plus four bonus considering the... Uh, morose mindset you're in as uh, Safina approaches. 24 for Devoth. 31. Oh boy. 30 for Ivan. 15. That's probably good. So everybody but Cheryl, as you're walking down the beach towards the uh, the longboat, you can see Safina, and she is uh, she's bent way over, picking up a seashell. <laughs> and uh, Cheryl kind of stops in his tracks to gawk, and she, uh, without straightening up, turns around and says, oh, hi, boys. I kick Cheryl. Oh, <laughs> uh, why, well, hello. <laughs> uh, Cheryl, you're kicked hard in the shins and the uh, fascination effect uh, ends. I kick him back. <laughs> she uh, she sees Tuck Tuck and she says, oh, no. What happened to your friend? He, uh, something tried to eat him. She, like, legit, like, starts to tear up and she's, like, she starts kind of, like, uh, absentmindedly, like, running her hand through her hair. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Oh. Wait, we can't make her emotional, right? Like, it's it gets bad if she gets emotional. No, I mean, like, if she gets Uh-oh. a negative emotion, then it's really negative. If she gets a positive emotion, it's really positive. Oh, she's okay. just like, her emotion is just, like, hyper sharp. Okay. It, it's it's like her best friend just died, the way she's reacting. She's, she like, she's, like, slowly slipping into, like, an actual sob. She's like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. Oh, he was... That's so sad. Yeah. We really liked him. She, she, uh, she runs over to Devoth and uh, throws her arms around him. She says, is there anything I can do? Well, right now you can uh, let us by. We've got we've got funeral rites to perform. And Devoth just kind of like tries to shrug his way past her to, to the longboat. She lets you pass. She says, can I come? I want to I be there. Is there... See, Devoth would have no way of knowing this. Like, I'm trying to think if there's a way that, like, I don't know if she's supposed to be, like, tied to this location and, like... You make a knowledge nature check to see if her species has that sort of limitation. I'll take a 20 on it for a 20. That sort of, like, tethered sort of nature is... You're kind of thinking of a dryad who are, like, bound to a specific tree. And they need to stay within a certain distance of that tree or else... Their life slowly is sapped away. So they're essentially just stoop kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Dryad kid's afraid to leave his tree. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, I just wasn't, uh, I wasn't, my, my main thing was I wasn't sure if there was something like she's kind of bound to this grotto and like the only way she could leave and like be free almost is like is if someone invited her away or something. No, um, she is not bound by that, although... I will give you something else that is kind of a similar 
similar restriction. Uh, Nerds have a shawl, which contain a portion of their life force. Uh, if the shawl is ever destroyed, they take 1d6 points of constitution drain per hour until they die. Uh, they can craft a new shawl from water uh, with a will save, but each attempt takes 1d4 hours to complete. Uh, she's not currently wearing her shawl. You're not sure where it is. But if you were to ever want to control a Nerid, stealing their shawl would be a good way to really get a lot of leverage over them. Okay. Like, she's clearly not wearing anything, so you don't know where her shawl is. But you do you do know that limitation. Okay. So, yeah, just knowing that, then uh, Devasio's kind of looking at her crossways like you've only... You've known him for a total of, like, two hours, but yeah, mm-hmm. okay. He's like, yeah, um, yeah, sure, yeah, come on along, come along. Okay, 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 thank you. She will follow you, you all, as you, uh, row with a long boat, and she just kind of swims in the water behind you, kind of like a, like an honor guard. So you sail, you, uh, row across the bay, which will take you a couple hours, but then you, you reach the, the shore on the other side where the fort is. Yeah. As uh, soon as we hit the beach, Devoth, you know, starts carrying Tuck Tuck right up to where we buried the hood. Mm-hmm. Starts digging a digging a second fresh grave right next to the other fresh grave. Mm-hmm. Your lust for islands brought us to this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, that's the I start preparing the eulogy. The eighth deadly sin islands. All right, Joe, you want to uh, actually role play a eulogy? No. <laughs> Devoth has a few words though. Okay. Just as we're getting ready to inter Tuck Tuck, um, Devoth's just kind of like trying to make him look as dignified as possible. You know, the arms crossed over the chest and try to straighten out the neck as much as he can. Mm-hmm. Can I uh, can I translate what Devoth says into Juridic so that his these words can be said in his final language? Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. So I, uh, Ivan would do that as like Devoth says a line. And then I would speak it again in Druid. Okay. Nice. Yeah, Doth basically just something long. Uh, he says, uh, Tuck, tuck, my little bird buddy, we're going to miss you. None of this would have been possible without you. You sailed us through that race. You brought us into that storm and right back out again. You kept us sailing straight even at your own peril. I failed you, and I'm sorry. We will avenge you. But for now, I hope you rest among the lightning clouds. Okay. The whole time you're saying that, uh, Safina's just, like, bawling her eyes out off to the side. So, Matt and Nick, uh, why don't you guys take a hero point? Well done. Yeah, the repeating things in Juridic was a a pretty sweet touch. Yeah, I thought that was... Um, Alright, so, uh, what do you guys do next? It's gotta be getting towards sundown now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like the whole time Devoth is, like, digging this grave on the beach and, like, giving the eulogy, it is just pouring... It's got to be like a like a like a thunderous fucking scene, huh? Like a thunderstorm? Is there lightning and thunder going on? Oh yeah. Oh man, that makes. So, sense. I mean, this yeah. is the most appropriate way to bury Tuck Tuck. Yeah, <laughs> in a storm. All right, so uh, that was probably a good part of your day. It was several hours to get to the ruins of Sumitha. Uh, you weren't there for super long. Uh, then it was a few hours back, and then a couple hours rowing across, and it was probably at least an hour to to bury him. So we're probably looking at, like, late afternoon, assuming you guys left at, like, the crack of dawn. Yeah, you know what? While we're right here, why don't we why don't we head back into the fort and at least have a look around in there? Because it's either that or head back to the ship for the night, so we can at least 
try and accomplish something before sundown. Okay. I would like to go and talk to the ghost man more about, see if we can find out any more about what the Dreamstone actually is capable of. Sure. That'd be tight. So are you guys all going into the basement? Is that where ghost man is? Oh, actually, while we've, now that we've got this all set up, Duat does need some heals, so he's going to heal himself a couple of times. And that is, that just about fills me up, so. Okay, so where are you guys going in the fort? Uh, this time we will go in B-17. We'll go in the tower and then head downstairs from there. You enter the tower. Carved staircases rise from either side of the double doors entering this tower. Both lead to landings halfway up the walls, holding tall doors, then disappear into the tower's upper levels. To the southwest, another flight of stairs leads below ground. Uh, okay, so you guys are walking towards the stairs, and a face spider appears, and it's going to try to bite Scram. Yep, it hits. Did you cast Mage Armor? Yeah, today? I cast Mage Armor. That's oh. a natural 20. Oh! Yeah, he's going to roll three 20s here. <laughs> Funeral number three, baby. Uh, not a natural, tw- tw- not a second 20, but uh, that is a natural 15. Uh, so I'm going to assume that confirms. You take 28 damage. Oh, fucking Christ. Sorry, hold on. Matt, what is our crit card? <laughs> For, and this is piercing damage, right? Because it's a bite? Yeah. Uh, this is called bleeder. Double damage. We got a bleeder. So what is it, 28 you just said? Yeah. So the 28 damage and 1d6 bleed. Ooh, which Scram will take on his turn. Uh, Scram, I also need a fortitude save, buddy. Oh, shit. Hold on a second. This one's got sneak attack. You take eight more damage from sneak attack. So give me a fortitude save, buddy. Uh, I'm going to throw my hero point in this. Okay. That's a 31. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. But you're going to take a... For one round, your speed is halved, and you can't take five foot steps. Got it. Now, everybody, give me initiative checks. Oh, and uh, after this face spider bites Scram, it vanishes. Scram. 21. Devoth. 21. What's your modifier? 4. Scram. 3. All right. Ivan. 23. Cheryl. 2. <laughs> With a natural 1. Okay. Okay. So, Ivan, you are up. The face spider disappeared after it bit Scram. I am going to hold a charge. And hope that he pops up far enough away that I can charge him. Okay. Devoth, you're up. Alright. Devoth is going to uh, start Inspired Rage as a move action. And he's going to cast Sea Invisibility. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> nice. So you would see the face spider exactly where uh, I left the mini. Alright. And I will, you know, free action shout that out. He's still right there. Okay. Good idea. Uh, Scram, you're up. So you're going to take, you take one bleed, movement speed is halved, no five foot steps. Uh, but the creature's also not here right now, so you don't have to worry about the attack mm-hmm. of opportunity. I'm going to cast Blur on myself. Okay. Good call. And uh, if I can, I'll take my move action as a... Uh, as a move action. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I'll move uh, towards Devoth uh, 10 feet. Employ the barrel technique. Yeah, that's perfect. Cower by Devoth's feet. <laughs> Uh, it is now the face spider's turn. It's got the taste of scram. It wants more. It's gonna reappear right where right where it was, and it's going to uh, bite Cheryl. What? Why me? I didn't do anything to it. <laughs> well, you're still flat-footed, so. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. E- easy target. Ooh, 
That was almost another crit. Um, thirty-seven to hit. Ah, yeah, you know that hits. It always feels patronizing when you ask if <laughs> thirty, sub forty, fifty hit. All right, so you take thirteen from the bite, and then you take another eighteen sneak attack. Oh my god! Now Cheryl, well, give me a fortune save. No. <laughs> Do it. Twenty-four. Yeah, boom. Told you. Now it was in the crit card for scram. So it didn't come up, but Cheryl, uh, when this thing bit into you, it yeah. it left like an open wound, and you are currently bleeding. Oh god! Well, good thing I'm going to heal myself first things first. So at the beginning of your turn, you're going to take four damage. Yeah. So then it bites, it bites Cheryl, does all that, and Cheryl, you are your AC goes down by two. Damn! For, I don't have that much. That's a lot. It's like ten percent for one turn. All right, Cheryl, it's now your turn. So you take four bleed damage, and then you can act. All right, yeah, I'm going to cure modern wounds on myself defensively. Well, you defensively. know you know that it's in the ethereal plane right now, so it can't attack you. Oh, that's right, because it attacks, and then it's just like, whoop, see you later. Yeah. You're never going to catch me. <laughs> it's all greased up. <laughs> Got that ethereal grease on it. <laughs> God damn it. 16, but it stops the bleeding. Yes, it does. All right, Ivan, you're up. Well, I... Cheryl could move if he wants to also. No, fuck him, he's done. Yeah, I can move oh, yeah. if I want to. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to move next to Devoth a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just cowers at Devoth's feet. <laughs> That's the thing to do. All right, so now it is Ivan's turn. Okay, I'm going to move to here. Okay. And I'm going to become a big old kitty cat. And right. Meow. But I'm going to stay all kind of like in pounce mode, right? So I'm not like kind of up against the wall, ready to attack. Okay. Devoth, you're up. <laughs> Alright, Devoth's going to just uh, step over Cheryl's cowering form. Thanks, Pat. Uh, maintaining the rage, and healing himself a little more. Uh, and Devoth will ready a vital strike. Okay. Scram, your turn. Scram is going to ready a spontaneous immolation the moment that it pops up. Okay. It, it will... Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny that you're readying a spell that has spontaneous in the name. <laughs> I'm going to prepare a spontaneous action. Oh, he's so spontaneous. Wow. Okay. It is the face spider's turn, and Devoth, you see it move 10 feet to the southeast, or southwest, Okay. in the ethereal plane, putting itself adjacent to you, Cheryl, and Scram, and it that's all it does on its turn. It doesn't reappear to attack? Nope. Okay. It is now Cheryl's turn. Uh, uh, I heal myself again. Lesser, though. Ten. Okay. Okay, it is now Ivan's turn. Uh, and I currently don't see this guy? No. Uh, but as a free action, I'm sure Devoth is keeping you guys, mm. uh... Appraised on its location. Yeah. Then I am going to hold a charge for when he reappears. I think you're going to be too close for a charge when it reappears. Five foot step. Okay, you're re you're really squeezing in there. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't think that works either because you're still only five feet away from it. No, a diagonal is ten. The second diagonal is ten. Second diagonal is ten. What is the yeah. roll? Tie go to the roller. I hate this game. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I. You know what? Fuck it. I don't hold the charge. Okay. I move right here, and I ready a bite for when he comes out. Okay. Fucking Oof. pin this asshole in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Devoth, your turn. 
All right, Devoth is going to step another 10 feet back over Cheryl's cowering form. (laughs) (laughs) And ready a vital strike. Okay. Maintaining rage. Okay, Scram, it's your turn. Scram uh, backs up five feet. I know it's not a five-foot step, but he'll... No, you can do five-foot steps. That was just for one round. Oh, that was just for rolling around. Okay, so uh, yeah, he'll still uh, back up. Uh, He'll do a five-foot step back this way. And uh, chain of perdition. Ooh. Okay. You readying that or are you casting it? I'm casting it. I think the it smarter can... move is to ready it. Oh, okay. Because you cast it now and then you can't have it do something until it's your turn again. Uh, okay, it is now the face spider's turn. It's going to five foot step and it's going to reappear. And get a vital strike to the face. Yep. Uh, power attack, <laughs> uh, reckless abandon, whole nine yards. Okay. 27 to hit. That hits. For 33 damage. Um, Ooh, and Devoth deals six damage back to himself. Ooh. Ivan, do you have reach? I don't think he, so. I mean, I'm large, he, but... No, you don't have reach. Yeah, he can he can step out of the ethereal plane as a free action. He can move back into it as a move action. Uh, all right, so then... Thank you uh, for all of you taking that five-foot step back, by the way. Didn't get you <laughs> anywhere away from him, well, and I can't I don't... Him. Well, Scram, you're uh, ready to action triggers. Would you like to cast that defensively? 19 on the die. Here we go. Yeah, you're okay. fine. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so give me a combat maneuver check. Uh, and what is the chain going to try to do to it? Uh, I think he's going to try to... I'm going to try to blind it. Okay. 26. It does not blind it. Okay. Okay. Uh, it will now follow through with its turn. And it's going to take a chomp at Scram. 26. Yep. You take 16 damage. Give me a fortitude save. That's a 15. Okay. think I'm burying a third body. <laughs> that does not succeed. Uh. And Scram takes two con damage. Oh, no. Ooh. Which also lowers your max HP yep. and current HP by nine. Yikes. Uh, and then does a 34 beat your CMD? Yeah. Okay. It will grab Scram and... It can't move Scram with its current action economy, but it's going to move itself right here. But Scram is still closed in its mandibles and like little little feely arms. Is it going back into the ethereal plane? No. But the way it's positioning itself to the wall, it looks like it's preparing to climb the wall, taking Scram with it. And uh, mouthful of Scram, the face spider says... Give me the dream stone, and the boy lives. It is now Cheryl's turn. Oh, Scram, I'm looking at your health um, bar. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The, What's your health at? Uh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Cheryl, you're So, up. it's my turn. <laughs> yep. Everyone's up, though, right? Yeah. I didn't know. At this now. second, yeah. <laughs> now. Okay. In six seconds, it's going to be different. I think the safe play is to heal myself, so... <laughs> That Are you would serious? be a safe play. Uh, I guess I'll heal Scram. <laughs> okay, that'll. He said or, he's at one know, HP though, to, or something, right? He's at single you know. digit. He's at seven. Yeah, but health. my book is Bane Giant, so. So you're gonna have to take a five foot step if you want to interact with Scram. I could take a five foot step. <laughs> okay. Thirty one. Uh, that's not a full fourteen. I I rolled wrong. Um, that's a ten. Okay. I heal ten. That's what you get. Yeah. All right. That's something. Um. And then I free action cower. Okay. <laughs> you got that. It is now Ivan's turn. This is not a clear path, right? Because there's, I assume the staircase is coming up. Or Yeah. Uh, these two squares right here are 
I'll say for your size, they're difficult terrain. So you can't charge, but if you wanted to move right here, you can occupy that space. Okay. I'll smack him with a claw. All right. That's a 20 to hit. Fortunately, that still misses. <laughs> Devoth, it is your turn. All right. Devoth's going to walk on over here. Okay. Maintaining the rage, healing the damage from the last attack, and he will uh, vital strike. Okay. Whole shebang. Ooh, that is a 22. Um, he has a grappled condition, so that will hit. Okay. So, shit. All right. Um, oh, I'm using the my elemental once per rage thing on this. Okay. So I'm going to do some fire damage on top of this. So that's 39 plus two fire damage. And I did three damage back to myself. Okay. Now it is Scram's turn. Scram, give me a fortitude save. Oh, no. Before I do this, can I accept the rage? Yeah. Okay. I accept the rage. Nice. That gives you a plus two on your fortitude save. And some temporary HP, Oh, right? God. Yeah. <laughs> it's a natty one. Oh, Even when Jesus. you play it right, your luck just smacks you in the face. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, you, you did gain another 18 HP for accepting yeah. the rage. You're technically in the black, uh, and you take one more con damage. Gotcha. But Okay. So you gained 18 from the rage and then lost another nine. Okay. It is now your turn. Um, can make an escape artist check as a, uh, without provoking. It's 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 turn next, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Scram is going to uh you know what? No, he's gonna move the chain uh the chain in. Okay. Or should he take out the magic missile? We're doing magic missile. So I'm gonna take you accepted out accepted rage. I can't take out the wand though. I think taking out the wand would provoke. Drawing the wand would provoke. And wouldn't uh, it be a standard action? To cast. Wouldn't he need Mo- a quick draw? It's a move action to retrieve it, it's a standard action to use it. Oh, really? Yeah, but the move action to retrieve it provokes an attack of opportunity. I'm highly against giving it an attack of, op- uh, attack of opportunity. Because you only have, what, like 20 more health? <laughs> yeah, 17. Well, I think with Rage, he's sitting at 28. 26. So maybe you survive one more attack at 26? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like, don't give it extra attacks. Okay, so Alex looked at me. It looks like it would do the attack of opportunity. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at you like, take your fucking turn, All right, Tom. So chain of uh, <laughs> chain of perdition. That's the only thing I really can do. Okay. Doesn't make it. Okay. It is now the face spider's turn. That is a 36 versus your CMD. Yep. Okay. It maintains the grapple and is now going to climb 20 feet straight up with scram in its jaws. But it's got acrobatics. So it's going to... Attempt to tumble up the wall. How <laughs> <laughs> does that fucking look? Probably fucking horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it'll only move 10 feet up the wall, but uh, if it succeeds versus everybody's CMD, it won't provoke attacks of opportunity. So that is a 32. Beats me. 33, baby. Let me get a oh, shot shit. in. <laughs> oh, God. So it's going to provoke from Ivan. Save Scram's life with a tiger bite. It's an 18 to hit. Oh my god. That's a miss. <laughs> I'll use my last gallon inspiration on that. Okay. Makes it a 23. Oh, and it's because it has the grappled condition, it hits. Ooh. Ooh. That does 24 damage. Plus lightning. It's another 3, so it's 27 total. 
And if that doesn't kill him, can I grapple him so he can't get away anymore? You can, yeah, give it a shot. I will do that. Hero point. This thing's going to have a really good CMD. Uh, do I want to use a hero point on this, though? Because I'm afraid even... <laughs> no, because I'm afraid Is even Scram with worth the hero, my hero point? No, I'm afraid even with the hero point, it's, gotta, it's not going to be enough to grapple it. So 34 to grapple. That does not grapple. See, I wasted that goddamn hero point and I knew it. That was close. It's going to move 10 feet up. And it says, uh, this is your last chance to talk. Tell me where the Dreamstone is, or I will climb to the top of this tower and drop the child to his death. We don't have your fucking Dreamstone. Why does everyone think we have this thing? I know that you talked with Captain Bikendi. And? You have six seconds to produce the Dreamstone. <laughs> Bye, Scram. <laughs> Bye. Uh, so it is now Cheryl's turn. Scram and the face spider are ten feet uh, above the ground. You guys are really leaning <laughs> on the wrong dude. <laughs> I love you guys. Well, normally we'd lean on Tuck Tuck. What the fuck but... am I supposed to do? Does he know what the dreamstone looks like? Can I like bluff my way out of this? <laughs> show, uh, show him a, just a stone you picked up off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Are you asking like if it's... Cheryl knows what the dreamstone looks like or if the face spider does? <laughs> Like what? What is our knowledge of this dreamstone? Because I keep hearing about it, but I don't actually know. So what you know about the dreamstone is that it used to what the guy told yes, us. Yes, and you know that it originated as the heartstone of a blood hag. A right. heartstone is like it's like it's a it's a magical stone that hags carry around that give them special hag powers. Oh, uh, uh-huh. and it's usually like their personal artifact. But it uh-huh. went through a ritual involving Bikendi's hundred human sacrifices to turn it into the uh, the Dreamstone. Uh-huh. But beyond that, you have no idea how big it is, what it looks like, what it does. Only that everyone keeps calling it the Dreamstone. And then we were go we were tasked to go find it, right? But then yeah. Tuck Tuck died. Is that yeah, the pretty much sort of you, where we Bikendi are? Bikendi told you that the Cyclopes came. Like, he. Oh, excuse me. So. The dr- the Heartstone was combined with an artifact from the Cyclopes settlement. Uh huh. Okay. The yep. artifact was called the Lens of Revelation. Okay. And so they did this ritual to turn it into the Dreamstone. So Bikendi told you that the Cyclopes came to get their artifact back, and that's when Bikendi died. Presumably, the Cyclopes have it back in their settlement. Right, and we were going to go get it. That's why you went to the settlement, in addition to, eventually we got to kill these Cyclopes anyway. Right, right. Or or we could ask him to leave nicely and hand it over, but we're assuming that's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Um, are you going to attack it? Uh, It's ten feet in the air, so I think it's out of your reach. Don't I have a throne something or other? Don't I have anything? (laughs) Cheryl's the worst. Do you have a dagger? Yeah, I have a dagger. You know what? Can I throw my dagger at him? You know what? what? It is... Over the stairs, so follow me here. If oh yeah, yeah, I can tramp stamp my way up and totally do like a jet leap. Yeah, you know. So if you move like over here, if you activate activate yes. burst of speed, move over here. Yeah, I'd say that yes, you're, yes, yes. you can just barely reach it. Aren't those stairs leading? Oh my down? god! Oh shit, they're leading down. <laughs> Matt, you're god. the worst. Damn it, Matt. Your eye for detail. <laughs> I mean, I don't think um, you'd be able to reach it this turn, but you could instead. Make your way over here and then go Scram's up these got stairs. Turn in them. I didn't say. <laughs> I didn't say that. 
but <laughs> well, maybe if he keeps going up, I can chase him. How fast? How how? What's his climb speed? He climbed up ten feet. Uh, oh, that's nothing. Round. I can totally run around. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and run up the stairs and fight this dude. All right, and all right. then so here's twenty feet right here. Ugh, all right, it seems really bad, but I'm gonna try. Okay, it. so Cheryl starts running up the stairs. Ooh, sorry if that was the wrong place, Graham. It is Ivan's. I don't know not what your else fault. To do. It's Ivan's turn, and as a large-sized creature can still reach the face spider, Ivan takes up a ten-foot cube. The creature's the face spider is ten feet above the ground. But then, what did that mean? Ivan has a ten-foot reach. No, Ivan no. has a five-foot reach, but he's ten. He occupies a ten-foot square, but. Now that we're talking about three dimensions, mm, Ivan okay. is a ten foot cube. Gotcha. I so basically, Ivan, basically as a tiger, you can like get up on your hind legs and reach him. Yeah, you can full attack. Okie dokie. <laughs> you can do my rage boost uh, to your damage to your elemental boost. Oh, uh, power attack, reckless abandon. That's a oh. thirty-four to hit. That hits for twenty-eight damage. Okay. Uh, I roll. A D6 of electric damage for that attack. Okay. So that's three electric added to the 28. And then a 19 on the second hit. That doesn't hit. And then I'll bite. That's a 27 to hit. That hits. For 30 damage. And then add another five electricity onto that. And then, Matt, you said I get another D6 of electricity damage for your rage thing. Yep, per per attack for one round. Oh, per attack, so that's two more d6s. Keep riding that lightning, buddy. So, it's another <laughs> 11. Oh, I got you. I will carry the lightning torch. The phase spider dies. Yeah, he did. I mean, if he took that... Scram, get, 90 scram, give me an acrobatics check. <laughs> oh, God. Can I try to catch can him I, also? Right before can I Cheryl. Catch him? Yeah. Uh, you guys can each make a touch attack to try to catch him. Uh, what is it, DC 10? Uh, 15. 15? Uh, acrobatics. Uh, 11. It's a touch attack, so... Yeah. I'm going to try Just... and use my bite to catch him. Okay. <laughs> that's a, that's a, what a tiger would do, and tigers can be very gentle with their with their mouths when they want and to be. It's a 34 to his yeah. AC, okay. and it does 28 so, yeah. damage. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, Ivan devours Scram. Uh, Actually, I ooh. think Scram would still be alive. And then he hits yeah, him with his claw for... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Scram begins to fall as the face spider uh, loses its grip on the, on the wall, being torn apart. And Ivan gingerly catches Scram in his toothed maw. And here comes Cheryl up the turnbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Oh <laughs> my god. See ya. Uh-huh. See ya. See ya. I have to go. I'll miss you so. So take these broken wings and learn to fly again, learn to live so free. When we hear the voices sing, for Asma's book will open up and let us in. Take these broken wings.
nicht.